Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Gerke. And as I promised as of yesterday's episode, whoever wins between Washington and Michigan gets their team's slogan in the podcast title. That's my promise to all the people up there in Michigan, Ann Arbor, Detroit, you know, that area. Congratulations to the Wolverines. You did prove me wrong. And quite frankly, there was one key to that matchup that I did fail to mention. Actually, I was right about it. If you go back to the keys, Washington's defense had to step up. Now, it didn't look good early. Michigan just ran the ball like crazy on that Washington defense. And that Michigan defense made that Washington offensive line look very silly. Now, if you're seeing, just like I did, because I was on Instagram just before I got on air and saw Robert Smith of Fox Sports make this idea that Washington got exposed and it's going to hurt Michael Penix's draft stock. No, it won't. What happened last night was Michigan was the better team. I should have known better. I, I get it. So for all the people, for all of you up there in Michigan, you're right. Your team was better, had a better offensive line, had a better defensive line. And Washington basically was 13-0 playing the Pac-12. Congratulations. So, you know, for Michigan, you did what you had to do to win. So go Blue. Hell to the victors. You got your podcast title. And J.J. McCarthy got played a little bit better than Michael Penix. Although I give that credit more to the Michigan defense than I do the Michigan offense. So a better all-around performance for the Wolverines. And even with that win, Michigan is not considered to be the favorite heading into next year when the format goes to 12. In fact, Georgia is the presumed way too early national championship favorite heading into the 12-team format that will start on Labor Day weekend, or really the week before if you count that week zero nonsense. But congratulations to Michigan and for the Huskies in UW. See you guys in the Big Ten. Which, by the way, those that will be a conference game here in about nine months or eight months. So... You got a preview of what it'll look like with Michigan and Washington for pretty much the rest of our lives pending any other realignment. So that was my other takeaway, but adios to the Pac-12 as a football conference. Now it's just on to basketball season for that conference because after that, peace out, we're good. The other part of the show before I finish up with the picks is the audit report for this week. In fact, the final audit report for the year, because what I'm going to do, at least for the rest of this year up until football season, is use the audit report as more of a monologue style thing so I can rant a little more and you guys can hear my thoughts a little more than just quick snapshots here in a half hour style show. So the final audit report of the year will be this, or at least the final audit report the way it is right now, will be this. The 
rankings will be of the 14 teams remaining, and this ranking will be based solely on how I see each of these teams and how good they are heading into the playoffs. And I'm going to go backwards here because it's very... Actually, I'll go forwards because you know the top five. In fact, they're all playoff teams at this point. But here is the audit report sponsored by the Drink of the Day. I already finished it, but Sprite, got your, got your look. So sponsored by the Drink of the Day, which for me is Sprite. So let's go ahead, get you guys ready to go. Audit report, week 18 slash playoff final rankings because the only reason I'm saying the final, well, not just because I'm structuring the audit report as a monologue for the rest of this year up until September again, but because at this point, anything can happen in the playoffs. We can have insane playoff matchups in the divisional round that nobody saw coming. So this is why it's going to be a little bit. Oh, and one more thing before I start the audit report. This is the final Tuesday show of the year, at least until March Madness. I'll be doing uh, March Madness episodes. I'll be doing Tuesday episodes during the NCAA basketball tournament, but that will be later on in March. So if you enjoyed the college football or college sports Tuesday shows, this will be the last one, and it finished up with the recap. And this is the last time the audit report is going to be structured as this, as it is right now, which is just a little ranking thing. So let's go ahead and get the audit report over with, and then I'll give you guys the picks. <sighs> number one has been my number one team really since week 13. In fact, since that Philly win, they've been impressive. They've been consistent outside of one game on Christmas Day. You know what team I'm talking about. The San Francisco 49ers. Go with the Niners at one. In fact, the only team I believe that can compete with San Francisco in the NFC is the Cowboys. Although, when I do the uh, preview shows tomorrow and Thursday, um, Cowboy fans, you're on upset alert on my list. As much as I want the Cowboys professionally to make the Super Bowl, I think they're on upset alert heading into this weekend's matchup with Green Bay. So they're on upset alert. That doesn't mean they're going to win, but you better be prepared for that. But I'll reveal the rest of the upset alerts either. Uh, I think I'm going to do the NFC. I'm going to do the NFC portion on Thursday. But anyway, back to the out report. Number one, Niners. Number two is Baltimore. With Lamar being the MVP and you saw Saturday night what that team looks like as the backups were playing. Without Lamar, that offense is nothing. So in this year's case, Lamar definitely deserves the MVP. In fact, he's easily and should be awarded probably right now if the award came out. Right now, instead of waiting for NFL honors, it should be right now. But you know what, Lamar, you earned my respect. Your team's at two. I just don't buy that it'll you'll make enough big-time throws in order to really win, the, at least beat Kansas City, which is really the team yet to beat. Number three 
is the team that is taking on Green Bay this weekend. I'm going with the Dallas Cowboys at three. Number, f just because they're playing at home, haven't lost a game at home. That team just looks different at home. CeeDee Lamb is on a whole nother level. I wouldn't be surprised if he's the Offensive Player of the Year. So go with CeeDee Lamb at number three. Or not CeeDee Lamb, the Cowboys, the team he plays for at number three. The Lions at four. Look, without Sam Laporta, do the Lions have enough weapons outside of Amon Ron, Dave Montgomery, and Jameer Gibbs? Sure they do. But that's a little iffy as to how the Lions will actually play out on that front. So I'm going to go with the Lions at four. So right now it's Ravens, or it's Niners, Ravens, Cowboys, Lions, Bills at five, Chiefs at six, Miami at seven, Cleveland at eight. I know it's very shocking for me to put the Browns in the top ten, but their defense, I do believe, I know right now according to ESPN bet, Cleveland is favored by two and a half points, but according, you know, in my theory, and you might use this in your own uh, judgment when you do put some cash on it if you want some. Um, when it's under three, that doesn't mean you're a favorite. So when it's minus two and a half, so minus two in the hook, that's not a favorite to me. That's a dang near coin flip. And, you know, Cleveland is favored as the road team, so that takes off the three-point average that I've heard my entire life or three-point stick that the home team usually gets that I've heard my whole life. So there goes that. Cleveland is at eight. Right, so again, starting at three, Cowboys, Lions, Bills, Dolphins, uh, or Bills at five, Chiefs at six, Dolphins at seven, uh, Cleveland at eight, Houston at nine. Yep, Philly fans, you're not going to like this. You've been in my top five to top six all year long, but you're at number 10 now. Rams at 11. The reason I have the Rams at 11 and not a little higher, we need to see what Matthew, I think Matthew Stafford will get overwhelmed emotionally with his return back to Detroit. So who knows if the Rams will actually keep this streak going. So they're at 11. Um, yeah, it's at 11 for the Rams, 12 for Tampa. I'm trying to think of all the playoff teams. I've gone through that. Gone through that. Oh, Pittsburgh is. 14. Sorry, Steelers fans. Uh, it's breaking news today. TJ Watt will be out with his knee injury, his MCL sprain. So without him, I know you do have some depth on the edge, but Buffalo's just playing well right now. They're at 14. Uh, let's see. Lions have already paid. Oh, and the Bucks. I'm sorry, you're it. I love my Bucks, but this is... I need for the Buccaneers to make a run, and I've got a fanboy out here for a second. They have to, they have to get back to the team they were before New Year's Eve, which is Baker not turning the ball over, the run game at least averaging over 100 yards or at least close to 100 yards on average because otherwise 
even if they beat Philly, which by the way, that's not an upset special to me, but if even if the Bucks beat Philly, they're going to have trouble either beating San Francisco, Dallas, or Detroit. They're going to have trouble, and I just don't think it'll last long for the Bucks. But if they do lose, then they at least lived up to the very small expectations that they had. But again, those are your picks. Again, the top five, just to remind you, Niners, Ravens, Cowboys, Lions, and the Bills. Chiefs, Dolphins, uh, Chiefs, Dolphins, Cleveland at eight, nine, but at least your top eight heading into that is your top eight. It's, or not Buffalo, Miami and Cleveland at seven and eight. And then the bottom two are Tampa and Pittsburgh. So that's your bottom two, 13 and 14. And then I forgot 11 and 12. But in case you need to always scrub back, that's my, that is my word of advice for people listening on audio or even watching on Rumble. If you misheard me or you, if I'm confused about, or you're confused about what I'm trying to tell you, always scrub backwards or at least rewind a little bit. You know, some apps make you do 10 seconds, some make you do 30. Whatever it is, use it as much as possible in case you're confused. But that is the audit report for the rest of this year. That's the final ranking for the rest of this year. And I will see, and you'll see the newly reconstructed audit report coming after the Super Bowl. Now, before I end this show, sorry, I've been smacking my tongue because it's just a weird little habit of mine. But anyway, let's get you guys the picks and then I'm out of here. So, uh, it'll be quick and then I'll be out of here until Wednesday. Oh, and one more NFL news. Sorry, Titans fans. Mike Vrabel is out in Nashville. Like I said at the beginning of the year, and it's it remained to be true, although their biggest win was knocking Jacksonville out of the playoffs on Sunday. I don't know what's going on in Tennessee. It was confusing from day one. Derrick Henry is a free agent. Ryan Tannehill will be a free agent. I don't know where they're headed. You know, I don't know if Will Levis is the future, but he at least showed glimpses that he could be. And I don't know what else is going from that, but at least with Mike Vrabel as the head coach, Tennessee was on its way to being a good team in the AFC South. Enough so that Jacksonville could be scared a little bit. But with that, let's go ahead and give you guys the picks. I just wanted to throw in the news there. So let's go ahead. Start with college basketball first. Uh, go again, odds courtesy of ESPN Bet. Take Houston minus two and a half. Texas plus four and a half over Cincy. Uh, Purdue minus seven and a half over Nebraska. Duke minus five and a half over Pitt. Uh, BYU plus four and a half over Baylor. Colorado State minus one and a half over Boise State. Utah State minus 15 and a half over Wyoming. San Diego State minus 10 and a half over the Spartans of San Jose State. And Creighton minus 15 and a half over DePaul. Those are your picks in college basketball tonight. Uh, tomorrow, 
or not tomorrow. Let's jump into the NHL now. Uh, for my NHL fans, take the Predators over the Ducks, minus 225 on the money line. So that's an easy 2-1 score for the Preds. Or a 3-1 score for the Preds. Take the Oilers over the Blackhawks. No Connor Bedard versus McDavid due to Bedard's broken jaw. So I'm sorry that's not watchable there. So go Oilers over the Blackhawks. And then game number three. The Bruins continue their West Coast swing. Take the Bees minus 160 over the Coyotes on the money line. So take the Bruins, take the Predators, and take the Oilers. And then if you want one more just for fun, take the Maple Leafs minus 450 over the Sharks in Toronto. So again, take the Maple Leafs, take, take the Maple Leafs, take the Predators, take the Blackhawks, and take the Bruins over the Coyotes. And then in the NBA... Let's go ahead and do this, and then I will be out of here for today. Uh, again, Sacramento minus 11.5, Lakers minus 4.5 over Toronto, and Dallas minus 8.5 over Memphis. No John Morant. It's a season-ending surgery on his torn labrum. I forget which shoulder, but torn labrum for John Morant, which means... Which kind of sucks for him. He coming back from that weird little suspension with the gun stuff that he had a year ago. But now, he's back and then he has torn labrum. So, again, here are your final... Here's your final look at the NBA picks and then I'm out of here. Again, Sacramento minus 11.5. Dallas minus 8.5. And, and the Lakers minus 4.5. And then just for shits and giggles, let's go with the Knicks minus 13.5 over the Trailblazers at MSG tonight. With that, I am logging off. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Don't forget, you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to the show on Spotify, Google... Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick, Dreaser, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud as well, or anywhere else you get this podcast. You can watch this show exclusively on Rumble, either by downloading the Rumble app or the Google Play Apple App Store, either in the Google Play or Apple App Store. So download the Rumble app. Either one works. Download it. Get it. You can watch the show there. Once you do, search, or go on your desktop computer on rumble.com. Once you're there, search the username adgerke. That's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E. Again, that's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E. On Rumble, please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. Click subscribe and you'll have every single episode of this lovely show, which is up to 642. So this is episode 642. Uh, like, comment, share so we can sneak up the algorithms. Speaking of algorithms, you can follow this show on Instagram through the Instagram hashtag, which is hashtag the Austin's Audit Podcast. The Facebook page, which is hashtag, or not hashtag, it's the Austin's Audit Podcast on Facebook. For personal, for off-show related content, follow the show on Instagram at Spamonti. Or my personal Instagram, which is at Aussie Small Auntie. I can barely get through the reads today. 
at Austi Spamonti on Instagram. That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. Again, that's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I on Instagram. For if you want to be on Snapchat just to kind of chit-chat, no pun intended, just go to Austin Gerke 14 That's the username on Snapchat. Search it. You're good to go. Austin Gerke 14 on Snapchat. And for post-episode interaction, follow me on X at Austin underscore Gerke. Again, that's at Austin underscore Gerke on X for post-episode interaction. With that, I'm logging off. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.